and welcome to Gifts of the Weird. This episode, we are going to discuss the holiday of Wolfnoot. Wolfnoot occurs on 23 November and is a celebration of canines, kindness, and humans who celebrate both. With me is Jax Goss, wolf mom to the Wolfnoot creator who was seven when he came up with the idea. Jax, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, I am so happy to be able to chat with you about this really cool idea. As I mentioned before we started recording, I discovered this late last year, like maybe days before Wolfenoot. And, oh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> and at that time, it was too late to reach out to you to share the idea through the podcast. But I did through Facebook as much as I could and uh, uh, let people know about it as quickly as I could. But now we have enough time to kind of start posting and getting people into it, learning more about it and and sharing it with my own uh, family here and everything that we're doing. So I have many friends who think it's a cool idea and they love it. Awesome. So, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's very weird to me still, I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> it's kind of cool. So as, as we kind of discussed, in, uh, so we are a podcast that has a spiritual practice called heathenism. And in that, uh, wolves have a variety of ro- roles, and so do cats. And I was thrilled to hear you speak with Wolf Kid that cats are also included, and all pets and animals. And we'll talk about that later. Wolves particularly have a variety of roles, and they can represent chaos and destruction, such as through Fenrir, the son of Loki, Skull, who chases the sun, named Saul, or also known as Sunna, and Hati, who chases the moon, who is named Mani. But they also, wolves, are companions to Odin, and they can represent bravery, loyalty, protection, and wisdom. And I think that's really cool because it really represents how wolves and dogs before we before they were domesticated, are such an integral part of nature and the balance in the wild. uh, I've read some really cool things about how when wolves are reintroduced into areas where they have been chased out or exterminated, it really helps bring the nature back into a balance. Uh, yeah, isn't that cool? I, I was really, I was really surprised by that. It, was it really is cool. cool. It's not that surprising to me though. Um, so I work at a zoo, which means that I spend a lot of my time dealing with issues of conservation and ecology. And I work in the education department, so I work with kids. And yeah, I think that 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 kind of the moment that you have that, for want of a better way to put it, predator prey balance, right? Nature kind of looks after itself. It recovers mm-hmm. really fast once people get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Once we decide that they're they're worth more than um, as a coat or a hat, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So I actually like when I heard when I read those stories about like I think it was at Yellowstone in mm-hmm. the states where they where they did that, um, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense to me because that's how ecology works. Right? I think that's the uh, what I was reading about was that mm. um, that piece in Yellowstone, and yeah. they had like this big section where they reintroduced and they showed pictures of the area before they reintroduced wolves. And then a few years later and how much plants and trees and bushes had regrown because of that predator prey balance. I mean, yeah, it was, it was stunning to me. It was like, wow. It's amazing. So so as I mentioned in email to you, I was totally mispronouncing Wolfenute. I don't think you're the only one. <laughs> I think a lot well, of people do that. I'm sure they do. And um, 
Uh, and it's because of, of my Dutch heritage and um, the O-O-T would be pronounced, it would have been pronounced like Wolf and Note yeah. uh, as an N-O-T-E. And so um, when I was looking through your website, which will be linked in the show notes and listening to the podcast, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was like, oh, Wolf and Newt. Well, that makes sense because yep. boot... Root, you know, <laughs> yeah, but I just approaching it from a whole different language perspective. <laughs> uh, a, a lot of people, a lot of people in like the sort of Germanic European countries also want to do the the hard va, Wolfenut, you know. Oh yeah. Um, I get a lot of that too, and I'm like, well, he's he's a Kiwi child. He was born in New Zealand, so he says it like a Kiwi. <laughs> Yeah, indeed, and uh, uh, and it works. So I'm so I may happen to say Wolf Note occasionally, but uh, I will try to correct. I'll forgive myself. you. It's all good. <laughs> oh, as long as Wolf Kid forgives me, because I don't want to spoil his special uh, day. He's pretty forgiving. <laughs> That's great. So this thing has really taken off, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and from what I can gather, it looks like it was introduced in 2018. That's right. Huh? Twenty eighteen was. How did that come about? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm one of those mums who likes to post cute things my kids do on the internet. I do this a lot. It's amazing because a lot of people were like, you know, this never happened. You only posted it because you wanted people to do the thing. And I was like, actually, if you paid any attention to my social media presence, <laughs> you would see that I've been doing this since he was born. Um, <laughs> but he he was playing a game on I think it might have been a Roblox game uh -huh. uh, that involved wolves. It was like, <laughs> I'm going to get the name wrong now and get into trouble, but it was like wolf simulation or something like that. Um, and he's one of those kids who's quite imaginative and he will take every like anything he's interested in and reweave it and turn it into something else. So he came up with this wolf and thing. And he kept bugging me about it. And I was like, yes, yes, that's very clever. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm cooking. Or yes, yes, that's very clever. I'm doing laundry. Like, you know, how you, uh -huh. how you are. <laughs> and eventually I was like, you know what? Actually, this is quite a cool idea. So I sat him down. I was like, okay, tell me about this wolf new thing of yours. And so he told me the, the basic gist, which is what I posted. You know, it's, it's a holiday for people who are nice to wolves. It was a holiday in honor of wolves and dogs. And then people who are nice to dogs get presents from the spirit of the wolf. And he comes to your house and he, you know, leaves little presents for people who've been nice. And the nicer you are to animals, the better your presents are. It's Ooh. a very, like, kid, you know, you yeah. can see the kid brain working there. I think it was also at a point in time where he was beginning to understand that maybe Santa wasn't actually a red-suited dude who came down the chimney. <laughs> so he was starting to kind of process that and the fact that people make these things up. And so he just made up his own. But, and he but, told me about it. And I was like, that's actually quite cute. And so because what I do when my kid does something cute is posted on the internet, I did that. <laughs> you must be the only person because I never see that anywhere on the internet. Never, never, never. Really? I see no, I'm, teasing. I'm really teasing. Sarcasm oh, doesn't go. Sorry, jeez. I'm a bit slow. Sometimes. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Do you not know any parents? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, and then I posted it in a friend's log post on Facebook to start with. And then I have a friend who's associated with some wolf-related group in Pennsylvania. And he was like, I really want to share this with my friends in this group. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll make it public. And I made it public. And the rest, as they say, <laughs> is history. Like, it just 
it was funny because I did that. And then I was taking the kid to his dad for the school holidays. And at the time, his dad lived quite a significant distance. So I was driving for like four hours or something. And when I got back, I opened my notifications and I was like, oh, wow, (laughs) what is happening? (laughs) And then I posted the tweet, which was just another level of like that just exploded even further. Because mm-hmm. Twitter is like that. Yes. Um, yeah. And then the next two weeks of my life were very surreal and bizarre. <laughs> do you even remember them with all those? Things? I do. But it was, it was <laughs> honestly, it was so strange because it was like suddenly I was getting calls from, you know, Boing Boing and our local radio station interviewed me on the radio station. And, <laughs> you know, like I was getting buzz buzzfeed i got a a buzzfeed journalist got in touch with me and it was just i was like what is happening this is insane and fortunately well i think it was fortunate that he was at his dad's for those two weeks so i kind of fielded it all myself and then Mm -hmm. got kind of got my head around it a little bit (laughs) but yeah there were some very surreal moments i think when neil gaiman tweeted it i freaked out because i'm a fan Yeah, yeah, um, me too. I don't, wow, I that's don't, pretty I don't cool. know if you know who Matthew Mercer is, but he tweeted it, and I freaked out because I'm a fan. Um, <laughs> there were just there were several situations like that, and then I got DM'd by George R. R. Martin. That was surreal. Um, <laughs> it was just it was a very weird time in my life. Now I'm kind of I've, I've sort of gotten used to it, but there's still times where people are like like I'll be randomly chatting on the internet. And someone will realize who I am and like go full fangirl on me. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm just a normal person. This is weird. So I haven't got used to it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fun. Well, not to scare you, but I did happen to look at your Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Well, I made it public a while back because I was like, I need to just accept that now my social media presence Uh is a public space and treat it as such. So (laughs) (laughs) that's what I do. Uh, well, for the Wolfenute page, 12,400 plus likes. Mm-hmm. That's quite a growth. Um, yep. What does Wolfkid think about such a worldwide interest and attention about it now, two years later, that it's still going? You know, the funny thing about kids is that they assume that whatever's happening is perfectly normal. <laughs> so when when it took off originally, he his whole attitude was, well, yeah, it's awesome. Why wouldn't you want to celebrate it? <laughs> Well, yeah, right. <laughs> like exactly. he was just kind of yeah, okay, whatever. And he's still a little bit like that, I think. He like I've kept him fairly sheltered from the craziness of it because like I said to you before we started recording, I want to give him the option of distancing himself from it as he gets older if he chooses to. Mm-hmm. So we've never used his real name, we've never posted any pictures of him. Like it's all you know, relatively, you know, we've done the podcasts and we've had, you know, he, he's, he wrote the, he, we, we made a book, he wrote a book. So we've done various things with him to keep him involved in it. But at the same time, I've, I kind of feel like I made a joke the other day that I'm the evil grand vizier. <laughs> I feel like I'm keeping it in trust for him until mm-hmm. he's old enough to decide whether he wants it to be his thing or not. Cause you know, what you do when you're seven might not be cool when you're 16 and that's okay. You know, like he may not want to be the Wolfenhut kid when he's in his teens, which is fine. And then as he gets older, we'll just see, I guess. So yeah. he's he's he still thinks it's awesome that people want to do it. Um, but he does kind of, I don't think he fully appreciates the weirdness of it because he's young enough that it's just, you know, that's just the way it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no. Kids, I, kids I, are I... amazingly adaptable little beasts. 
Let's hope it lasts for a very long time. That's why I like working with children because they just the worldviews are so different and it's so interesting. I enjoy I enjoy the company of kids for that reason because they'll say things and do things and you're like, wow, yeah, I never thought of it like that because they're just not influenced, I guess, or, or socially constructed the way adults are, I suppose. Yeah, I think so too. And I guess they don't really see how big the world is sometimes. And so it's just like, yeah, it's just kind of normal. It's just everything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's really cool. So uh, let's talk about the date of Wolf Newt. See, the 23rd, 23rd November. Uh, now, I did listen to the podcast, so I have that. But um, well, let's hear the story of why Wolf Kid wanted it to be the 23rd, the 23rd November. of November. I mean, the short answer is I don't really know. He just decided that that was the date. When I asked him where he got that date from, he said it came from my brain. And I was like well, thanks. That's not very helpful or satisfying <laughs> yeah. to all the people asking me this question, but sure. Um, and then because in 2018, that date happened to be a full moon, there was a lot of discussion about whether it, it sh is or should be on the full moon. And I, I thought that was quite a good idea personally. So I went to him and I was like, so some people have said this, what do you think? And he was just like, no, it has to be the 23rd of November. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and his reasoning for that is that the 23rd of November, according to him, is the anniversary of the death of the spirit of the wolf. So so the being, the like Santa Claus, if you like, of this holiday, the spirit of the wolf who brings the gifts and so on, became the spirit of the wolf on the 23rd of November when he died. Okay. Um, and the story of how that happened is the story like the Wolf News Story, which is the book we have, mm -hmm. um, which basically, because I'm, I'm a writer and a publisher, and so I basically sat down with him and we wrote this book. And it's pretty much his book. I, I edited it slightly just for sense, really, because sometimes you have to translate seven-year-old brain into yes. <laughs> you know, something other people understand. But for the most part, the story in that book is his story of where Wolf and came from. That is great. So. I am going to pick the book up at some point, but because uh, I just saw that you have Wolf Loot, you call it? Yeah, Wolf Loot. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty awesome another thing that i picked up while listening to the podcasts of, of him earlier is that it's always on the 23rd however if it happens to be a full moon it's extra special it's extra that special day. that's right yeah yeah he, he yeah. that was one of his his things was that if it happens i suppose it's a bit like halloween being on a full moon right yes yeah Same like this kind year of principle yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You can also get the book. There's a PDF version of it on the website, which is buried a little bit. And I'm going to move it actually into our other shop, I think. Um, but that's a pay, pay what you want thing. So oh, you good. can pick it up for like a dollar. <laughs> and all those funds go into the charities. Like we don't, none of that is profit for us. That's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll definitely pick up a PDF version of it and I'm happy to uh, contribute. So that's fantastic. If, just uh, in case you don't, you know, you, you or your listeners can't necessarily afford to buy a book and have it shipped from New Zealand. <laughs> Shipping is really pricey, isn't it, it's these days? It's a thing, yes. One of the things that I loved about listening to Wolf Kid is, what do we do on Wolf Newt? And that's a probably a very popular question I'm sure that you get all the time. And I did see it in the FAQs, but it's yeah. like, we eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Why? Oh my gosh, I've I've gotten so much flack for that. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. There are a lot of animal people who are like, How can you say that we have to eat meat when you are saying that this is in honor of all animals? And I'm like, it was made by a seven year old. <laughs> it's not necessarily internally consistent. <laughs> but yeah, um, we're not a particularly vegetarian household. Um 
So it never occurred to him that that would be a contradiction. We do have to say that he had a very good logical response, though, because wolves eat meat. Wolves eat meat. Yep. That's it. That's pretty much his whole... But we don't have to eat meat. Um, he has said that um, vegetarians can eat whatever they want to eat. Yep. And I did love how he said that even dogs and wolves will eat vegetables. Yes, that's true. Well thought out. I mean, this, this <laughs> young one has really thought this through once he's been put to the task, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's pretty... Oh. <laughs> I think he's quite a smart kid, but I might be slightly biased. Yeah. Being as harm as mum. Perhaps, perhaps. So that's so that's a great thing. So we should really celebrate our meal eating on that on yes. that night. So you should and have a feast. I should have um, a feast. And then basically, you should have little presents for the people and animals in your family. So we always buy presents for all our animals. We don't actually have a dog at the moment, but we have two cats and we have two fish and we have a snail and they all get presents. (laughs) (laughs) Although the fish and the snail usually get one that they have to share because they're all in the same tank, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that makes Um, sense. Yeah. And I like the, I always, I always liked the idea that it was like small presents. It's not supposed to be, you know, an orgy of gift giving. It's supposed to just be a few little things that are, you know, well thought out and that people might like. I like that. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. I don't know where he got that from, but I like it. And we're supposed to hide them, right? And Oh, yes. Yes. You hide our- them. Yep. I think that might have been a result of him amalgamating Easter traditions and Christmas traditions inside his brain. Um, <laughs> but yes, you hide them around the house and then everybody goes and looks for them or more precisely the spirit of the wolf hides them around the house. Right. But someone has to be the spirit and much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's usually me. Um, (laughs) And yeah. And then you, you go and find them and then you open them up and eat your food and yeah, (laughs) that's That's what you do. That's kind of the basic of it. And then obviously we've always said people should, turn it into whatever they want so some people have gatherings some we we last year we went and had a picnic you know you just but then we're in New Zealand where it's nice weather in November so picnics are a good option for us it's probably less of an option if you're in the northern hemisphere in November in some areas I'm in southern California we still Uh, have you're you're probably good for picnics then yeah we could still have a picnic yeah but you know it's about making it whatever like I get a lot of messages that are like can I do X, Y, and Z? Is it okay if I, whatever, you know, make pancakes instead of meat? Or is it okay if we dress up in costumes? Is it okay if we go outside and howl at the moon? And my answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you want to do is okay. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also the moon cake. Oh, yes, that's right. I forgot about the moon cake. See, man, I'm I'm rusty. Um, Wow, that's because I've been doing my research. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, the moon cake. That's right. Now, I did write down that it's a full moon cake, but is it a full moon or just a any kind of moon cake? So, well, I think originally moon? it was a full moon cake, but again, I feel like some interpretation is a, is allowed. Maybe it could be whatever the moon will be on the twenty third as you yeah. celebrate it. Cake. Yeah, I've seen people do. I don't know if you've seen the Oreo thing where they make all the different phases of the moon around the edge of the cake with Oreos. Oh yes, I have seen that. Yeah. That's- I think that's quite a good idea. But yeah, I think, you know, however you interpret that is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And also that the cake should be chocolate, unless, of course, someone can't have chocolate or for whatever reason. But chocolate is is a preferred flavor. I think that's just his preferred. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's putting his own preference in there and just making everybody else do the same thing. 
Um, yeah, he likes chocolate cake, so he thinks it should be chocolate cake. But again, if you would prefer a different kind of cake, I think that's allowed. <laughs> yes, absolutely. A vegan cake or a gluten-free mm. cake, everything. Or a cake allowed. your dogs can also eat, like, because you get, you know, you can make animal-friendly cakes that don't have, because mm-hmm. chocolate is not good for dogs. Do, well, not, uh, yeah. do not feed chocolate to your puppies. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like most of it is just guidelines, and then you take that and you turn it into whatever works for you. I love that. Another really cool thing is it's not only about dogs. No. So I mentioned I work at a zoo, so I'm very involved in conservation and animals and whatnot. Um, which means that our family is quite connected to all that, all of that sort of thing. And the kid has always loved animals. He's always been very keen on animals of all kinds. He absolutely, we have a cat called Ghost, and Ghost is like his best friend who's not a human. Um, <laughs> Ghost <laughs> sleeps on his bed when he's not here, and like you know, yeah, it 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 very quickly evolved into a all animals thing, just because that seemed like a logical extension given our tendencies in that direction, if that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not even only pets, you know, if you want to. Like it could be wildlife. It could be whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever works for you. Just be kind as long as we're kind to animals. Yeah. I do I, I do find it interesting that this thing took off and we live in New Zealand where there are no native mammals at all. Like all the mammals in New Zealand are imported. <laughs> <laughs> we have birds and lizards and that's it. So it's it's an interesting thing that but then like I said, this was just the thing that took off and that's that's the thing that a lot of people because I get asked that question, why why wolves when you don't even live in a place with wolves? And I'm like because people like wolves, and so they like this particular idea. But if you go back and look at things, he has a lot of ideas all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's now reached an age where he'll say something funny, and I'll laugh at it, and he'll go, don't put that on Facebook, Bob. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fine. <laughs> so I don't post as many of his cute things anymore because he doesn't want me to. <laughs> Just, you know, that's fair. It is. It is fair. One of the things that I found interesting is one of the things that he would like people to do is help take care of animals through helping as we can through whatever charities such as um, shelters or wolf sanctuaries or probably any type of animal protection sanctuary or zoo or something like this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we kind of last year, we turned that into a bit of a more official thing. Um, we basically selected last year, we selected six this year, we've selected five because five seemed like a better round number, um, organizations around the world that are working with animals or children. We wanted to include children because this came from a kid and we basically do a big charity drive where we have an auction on our website. We sell a, an official wolf in a calendar. We have a couple of my people I know who do various like who make awesome things have made specific items for Wolf and Nerd. Um, and all of these things go into a pool of funds, which at the end we divide between these five organizations. So we kind of made that more official from last year. But obviously, we also encourage supporting wh- whoever is local to you, right? Your mm-hmm. local dog shelter or your local animal sanctuary or your local whatever you have, conservation organization, you know, whatever it is that's local to you, because that way kind of you're spreading the love all over the world, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you do both things, even better, go and bid on the auction and then also, you know, help out your, <laughs> but especially at the moment, times are tight people are struggling. So you 
do what you can do. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of the auction, that will be posted soon? It's actually already up. There are a few things up. So uh, we have an umbrella kind of company is a strong word, but my partner and I devised a essentially an umbrella thing for, because we, we both have a lot of projects. So we've put everything under this one umbrella and that's called Sparabell. So if you go to sparabell.com, there is a shop there and the auction is currently in that shop. There are only a few items at the moment. I have a bunch of other things I need to put up there. I just need to find the time to do it. Um, <laughs> so hopefully sometime this week, there will be some things added to it. Um, at the moment, there's some jewelry. I mean, my partner makes chainmail jewelry, so there will be some of his stuff up there. I'll be putting book packages together and also probably a collection of random wolf loot that I have lying around the house because I have a bunch <laughs> of things. And we also have a number of other things that people have donated that I just haven't got around to putting up yet. But yeah, so Sparabel is S-P-A-R-A-B-E-L, um, has the auction on it. And we'll also, oh, I may even have already put the calendar pre-orders for the calendar on there as well oh yeah look at that it's already there <laughs> pre-orders for the calendar are there so you can pre-order the calendar you can also buy the book there if you want an actual physical book and bid on some of the stuff there is a oh there's a custom pet portrait which is a digital one so you don't have to worry about shipping with that one yeah and that'll run until the 23rd and then it ends on wolf nude itself oh fantastic great yeah. Well, we'll definitely have links to that in the uh, show notes so people could go and check it out, check out that wonderful wolf loot and, uh, and support charities around the world that are, that are supporting uh, children and, and animals. That's really, that's great. Yeah. We also have a red bubble store, which, and all the stuff in the red bubble store, the profits from that go to various charities. Each item basically has been picked the, the charity that it supports has been picked based on who did the designs for us so yeah they, they also support a variety of different things and we have a patreon if you want to support that too that would be great yeah absolutely <laughs> sorry i'll just do my shilling but yeah there we go yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the well, things all um, the all the wonderful this is the wolf loop section <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's a lot of cool stuff out there. Um, and yeah, the Patreon is awesome because that helps us pay for the website and pay for, you know, all the, all the like administrative costs that are involved in running this so that when we get the money for these items, it can just directly go to the charities. We don't have yeah. to, you know, we don't have any overheads because that's covered by the Patreon. So if you want to support the Patreon, that would be awesome as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done shilling now. Oh. <laughs> it's got to be done though. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic that that that's really cool stuff that's going on and of course uh, like we have a wolf sanctuary here uh, about 30 miles from me and go i've gone up there a couple of times and uh, they're doing some conservation to bring to help bring back mexican wolves which is oh, nice. really cool to the to the region like at the end of the day for all i, I did my advertising but there um what we ask is that people do what they can do. And that varies obviously widely depending on who you are and what your situation is. And that's mm -hmm. fine. Like mm -hmm. maybe yeah. all you can do is go and spend a morning there and walk some dogs and that's fine. Like giving of your time counts, you know? So much so, isn't it? Cause sometimes money helps, but they also need volunteers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially, Oh, I've seen so many videos where people have rescued animals and you see what terrible shapes they're in. But after a few months of care and love and yeah. touch, how they just spring back into life uh, when they're physically able to. It's just, it's beautiful. Yeah, 
There are loads yeah. of things. <laughs> oh, t- what can you tell us about the Wolfenut story? Um, entice people. <laughs> we don't want to spoil everything, of course, but um, no. what um, is the Wolfenut story about? And the artist and how Wolf Kid came up with the idea? Um, obviously, we had a lot of um, people asking about this, especially when he was like, it's the anniversary of the death of the Great Wolf. And they were like, oh, there's a story here. We ne- we have to know. And I was like, all right, we will make a book because that is what I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I sat down with him and I got him to write the story out. And then I kind of went through it and edited it a little bit. And then I got him to have a look at it just to make sure that I hadn't, you know, ruined anything. And then we put a call out for illustrators for the book just in the community. And we ended up getting, we got a lot of people who were interested, but there was this girl in, where is she? Somewhere in the States. I now can't remember exactly where she's from, but um, she was 13 at the time and an artist. And we were like, the idea of having another essentially another child illustrated. Um, admittedly, it's an older child, but nevertheless, 13 is, you know, still a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of appealed to me, to be honest, to like give this this kid an opportunity to do something really quite special. So I got into talks with her with her mother and we came to an agreement. And yeah, so this, this girl, Maria, and we gave her the option of being anonymous and she was like, nope, I want my name on the thing. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> she ended up illustrating it with us. Um, and she worked quite closely with Will, who is was my designer at the publishing house. Will and I had created this publishing house together where I was doing the word stuff and he was doing the pretty stuff. Um, so she worked <laughs> quite closely with him. And I think it was a really good experience for her because she got to work obviously with professional publish- publishers and you know, a professional publisher, professional designer. Um, and so she learned a lot about the industry in a relatively safe environment because we're a small indie company. You know, we're not in it for massive profits. We're in it to make beautiful things. Like that's our goal. So it was kind of a safe environment to learn those things for her. Yeah. And then we put this book together and the story, I mean, I don't really want to tell you the story because you can get it on the website for like a dollar. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Basically the story of how this wolf grew some wings and ended up in a in a fight to the death with someone very close to him and the someone very close to him won the fight and killed him and as a result he became the spirit of the wolf and because of the nature of that journey he chose to use his newfound spirit status to wander the world giving gifts to people who are kind to animals that's the gist of it that's Um, perfect (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I am informed that there are plans for sequels, but he, he has not yet written it down. So <laughs> we will see if that ever manifests. He definitely yeah. has a lot of ideas in his brain about what where where the story goes from here, but I don't know whether it's ever going to actually end up on paper. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least they're being inspired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. Well, everyone go get the Wolf Newt story. Yeah. It's all at- I'm an advocate for it. I can't wait to go get it myself. We also have a limited edition version, which is a beautiful hardcover book, but it is not cheap (laughs) (laughs) because it cost us a lot to print it. I Um, saw the pictures of it. Those those are beautiful for sure. Yeah, but I should actually go and count how many I have left because once they're gone, they're gone. I'm not going to be printing anymore. Mm -hmm. Will they be signed editions? They're all signed, yes. They're all signed by me and him. Great. See, that makes them even more special. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think we printed 100 in total. 
Well, you have a you have a couple of wonderful ways that people can follow Wolf Newt. Facebook with uh, Wolf Newt Central, and uh, now that's a that's a group, right? Or is that, that is the- a group? Yeah. So Wolf Newt Central is a group. It was a, it was the the group we originally created. It's quite a um, it's actually just hit twenty thousand people like in the last couple of days, and it's quite a highly moderated group. We we try we work very hard to keep it a sort of wholesome place where there's not mm-hmm. a lot of you know, arguments and like, you're not, there's no politics allowed. And, you know, all those things that people get hit up about. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) We, Mm -hmm. we, we just work really hard to keep it a good, wholesome space. So if that's your jam, go find it. And then we also have a Twitter account. The Twitter account is real Wolfenoot because someone grabbed Wolfenoot at Twitter before I even got anywhere near it back in 2018. If you have at Wolfenoot, give it back. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm not really worried now because we, you know, we have people figure out that it's me. (laughs) Yeah. And then obviously the website, uh, we have a blog. I'm not great about posting to it, but I do try to post there when there are important updates. So you can follow the blog and then you get emails when I post there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, That's of course, the great. Patreon, which one day I will actually manage to do a bunch of exclusive content for that. That was always my intent, but there's a lot of stuff that goes on with Wolf Newt, So <laughs> Yes, yes, it seems like it. Yep. So this will be our third Wolf Newt, and it's still going so strong. And like like you said, he's just like this is this is reality, and you're having. It sounds like you're still having fun with it yourself. It is fun. It's a lot of work. Um, it's I think it's more work than people think it is, <laughs> but I think it's worth it because it's. I mean, it's doing good, but it's also such a beautiful thing. Like it's so. Or we've tried to keep it quite wholesome and, you know, about that original seed of kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, honestly, especially this year, people need that. You know, people really need something that they can, cl- like, hold on to that's just a beautiful, wholesome, warm thing with no nonsense attached to it. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I do. It's been a rough year. and Yeah. I think that that maybe is the thing this year that has really made people pick it up. Although, like I said, you know, it happened last year and it happened again this year, that as soon as it comes around to the anniversary of the original post, it starts getting reshared because people, it pops up in people's memories and, you know, so they, on social media, so they will then reshare it. And I always get this sudden like re, you know, all my notifications go crazy again. Um, <laughs> I start getting millions of messages from people. Well, millions is an exaggeration. I start getting lots of messages from people and I try to reply to them all, but sometimes I might miss you. And if I do, it's not because I don't love you. It's just that there are a lot of you out there. <laughs> well, And I don't have are. a social media manager. I am my social media manager. So. <laughs> well, I'm so thrilled that you responded to mine. One of the cool things that came up in listening to some of the podcasts that you had with Wolf Kid, one of the things to do on Wolf Newt Eve is at 7 p.m., wherever you are, to go out and howl. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Is that still <laughs> that a thing, do you know? That he said, wow, yeah, we should do that. Everyone should do that. I like Everyone, that idea. Right? And then so that it's, and it's not at seven o'clock wherever and then it's the same time but it's like whenever it turns seven o'clock and everyone's yeah. time is over, we're howling around the world is how yeah. he, he expressed it so that is very cool yeah no i like that i'd actually forgotten that that was a thing but yeah 
<laughs> so remember that everyone at 7 p.m. Yeah. Where, wherever wherever 7 p.m. is when you are, that's when we go out and howl. So it's around the world. Yes. <laughs> like following the sun or <laughs> the moon. Yep. The moon. <laughs> and yep. the official Wolf Newt greeting is Have, have a Howly Wolf Newt. So that's how we greet other Wolfenati. Have a Howly Wolf Newt. Howly Wolf Newt. Yeah. I Although, again, you know. Do whatever. Yeah. So I'm very much on board with people doing whatever. I like Howley Wolfenoot. It is. It's good. It's, it's, that's the one he liked. So I'm going to use that myself. So, <laughs> well, anything else to talk about Wolfenoot or Wolf Kid or? Um, oh, we've been, you've been pretty thorough. I feel we've like you've covered did your a lot, research. haven't we? Yeah, we have. Great. I mean, I guess the only thing that I would like to say, although it's not so much of an issue anymore, but we definitely did have some people on the internet who were pretending to be me and selling things. And clearly that money wasn't going to charity. Um, so if you're buying Wolf and Nude products, try and make sure you're getting them from someone legit. <laughs> That's really yeah. it. Like, I'm totally happy with people making their own stuff and selling it. Basically, what I've said is if you credit us and make sure at least part of the proceeds are going to some kind of charitable thing, then I'm cool. I'm, I don't want to spend my time chasing up, up copyright stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I have better things to do with my time. So, but there definitely are some charlatans out there. So don't be fooled. Make sure if it says it's me, make sure it's actually me. And that's more about me not wanting people to think that they're giving money to charitable places when actually they're not, you know, mm -hmm. that sucks. I don't want that to happen to people. So we don't either. And that that's not the spirit of Wolf Newt. No, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jax, thanks so much for taking time out of your, your holidays and visiting with us You're so and uh, talking about Wolf Newt. It's been a pleasure. I'm glad that you discovered it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Me too. <laughs> Wishing you and Wolf Kid a howly Wolf Newt. And to you. Thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please send feedback and ideas to giftsoftheweird at gmail.com. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Weird Gifts, Facebook at Gifts of the Weird, and on Instagram at Weird Gifts One. Check out the show notes for links. Oh! <laughs> Have a howling wolf notes.